and welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm your host, Grace Helbig. Get ready. We have a lovely, lovely episode ahead with Harry Shum Jr. and Jessica Roth, stars of the new film that you can rent anywhere you get your films online from the comfort of your own home all my life. It's based on a true story. It's about love. It's about unexpected um, diagnoses and what to do when the world you've planned for yourself doesn't go as planned. Uh, Relevant much to what we've all been living through? These two are absolutely lovely. We talk about their whole filming experience. We talk about their uh, getting into the world of entertainment experience. They find out that they both entered this strange and interesting club I've never heard of, but maybe you have when they were children. It's something about exploring and um, create it. You'll hear all about it. We also talk about what it's like to get married during a, during a pandemic because one of them did. I won't spoil it for you. Uh, and we talk about everything in between. This was such a lovely conversation. Please enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Harry Shum Jr. and Jessica Roth. <laughs> Okay, Harry, Jessica, this is so lovely. I'm so excited to talk to you both about everything and anything. Um, first of all, new movie, All My Life, is out, available for people to see. Yes? Yeah. Yes. It's out there in the world. It's out for, there in the world. Yeah, in the well, world, and, in the world. And we're so pumped because it, you know, in a really amazing move, Universal released it in theaters with AMC because they have a deal and they're trying to continue to support theatrical releases which is Mm -hmm. so important right now but we also live in a place where theaters aren't open because it's not safe to go so we're so pumped that now it's available like from the comfort of your couch so if you're in a place that's safe to go to a theater you can do that or you can just like get popcorn and sit on your couch and chill which is my mo these days uh like 100 100 i know that's i keep thinking like when movie theaters open again, will I go back? I kind of yeah. like the setup I have for myself. I can eat whatever I want. <laughs> while yeah. I'm I, I feel like they can't, they can't, they have to change the rules now. It's like, yeah, fine. You can bring your casserole or whatever the hell you just cook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You can bring that old Taco Bell from the morning and uh, <laughs> do what you want now. Okay. This movie is, a beautiful film it's it's very sweet it's very you know you're touching on a real story of real people um well in your own words because you guys will do it better than me how do you describe the film for people that don't know anything about it um you know i think with with this particular film you know it's it's dealing with so many things that kind of uh uh you know, when we talk about a real story, a true story, but I think it's also relatable to it in a lot of ways, how, how, how people find love and then how, you know, things kind of, uh, when, when everything you feel is going right, something, you know, you're in face of whether it be tragedy or some uh, huge obstacles in your life. And it's seeing this couple that, and how they dealt with it and how their friends rallied around to get over this, um, this major, major hump in this particular movie. And, uh, but, um, with with Saul, the character I play, and and Jen, uh, Jessica plays. You know, uh, Saul is diagnosed with a terminal cancer, and and they kind of have to figure out whether they're going to go ahead with their wedding or or um, if they're just going to uh, not move forward with with the things that they've kind of planned in their lives. And I think you know, especially with this year, how everything we all you know have our New Year's resolutions from from the early January yeah. twenty twenty and. And how that didn't go the way it shaped, you know, and and, and I think it, it it was it was just this like beautiful story that um, when we shot it, we never thought that um, it would be released during this time when it, it you know it is so relatable in so many ways. Um, and now I, I feel what's really great is that people can have ownership of, of the movie, and and it's been really nice to hear how it's affected people in different ways that I never Mm -hmm. thought it would. Um, And that's been really, really neat in this whole experience. Cool. Uh, Yeah, Jessica, for you, what is it like you're taking on a true story? So Mm -hmm. there must be a little bit more, um, I guess, a a delicateness in in infusing yourself into someone that's had this actual experience. What's that like taking on someone's true story versus, you know, a completely fictitious narrative? Yeah. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head that there is a delicacy to it. There is a sense of, um, 
wanting to be respectful and wanting to really honor these incredible people and their story and lift it up and celebrate it and also to not mess it up so that like it's it can be appreciated and received in the world in the way that it was intended to be and mm-hmm. i was so incredibly lucky because the real life jen carter og jen um was actually a huge part of this process for me oh, cool. i got to talk to her the the right as soon as i signed on to the project she and i had almost a three and a half hour long FaceTime. And we talked about everything from like our dogs and movies Uh, that we love to kind of the intimate tales and nature of her and Saul's relationship and their story. And she was an incredible resource, but I think more than anything, the biggest gift that she gave me was that she said, you know, I don't want you to feel beholden to doing an impression of me, Mm. make the character your own, take the story out into the world. And as a result, I was able to just show up on set every single day with Harry and our incredible director, Mark Myers, and be incredibly present and find the beautiful moments that existed in our version of this love story. And so I wasn't kind of looking over my shoulder the whole time, worried that I, that like, the way that I smiled wasn't right. right. Or that like the way <laughs> yeah. I walked down the street looked not like Jen. And, and it right. was, that you're it like, was I'm incredibly... not doing, I'm not doing a parody of you. I swear. I'm just trying yeah. to be a human here. Exactly. Cause I, I mean, I feel that anyway, just in acting in general, that there are moments where I'm like, is this how humans behave? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. And so she, she truly gave, I think both Harry and I a huge gift by, taking that pressure off and giving us the permission to make these characters our own. And as a result, like our days on set were so magical and fun because Harry and I, Harry's amazing as (laughs) those who watch the movie will see. And we were able to really like find our weird inside jokes and, um, and dive into the text and, and find the things that felt personally important to us. That's really beautiful. And yeah, that must've been, a bit of a relief to have the permission to kind of be in your moment in the character. The, yeah. I'm also, I'm super curious because for people that aren't in in the entertainment world, before you even take on a role like this, you guys have to have a chemistry test. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you describe chemistry tests? Because they're wild to me that basically you are chosen to go in to see if you have chemistry with another yeah, you, actor yeah you put you 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 know i think that you put a whole bunch of beakers in place and then you put a bunch of little fluids and you're like mixing be like is this the right concoction um no i mean Je- you know jessica was 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 um in in a position to like uh, uh you know uh do uh do these chemistry tests that i think you had like one day you flew in from filming and you had like one whole day to read a whole bunch of people and uh, wow. I just remember, like, I was just so impressed that you came in right away, did this material that was, um, you know, in the, it, it was a scene in the, uh, where we kind of have an argument, a huge argument of, of, of things that we we're holding back and trying to figure out how to communicate that to each other. And it was just really, really, um, a really hard scene to kind of dissect. And, and especially mm-hmm. when you just meet someone, when I first yeah. Uh, Jessica, we were like, hi, how are you? I'm Harry. I'm Jessica. All right, let's go. Let's go yell at each other now <laughs> and get angry and feel all these emotions. And, um, and you know, I, 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 a lot of credit to Jessica. She just creates a space that's just comfortable and safe and, and just allows you to, to not think about the cameras or other people in the room. And it just felt like I was just there with her and only her. And, um, you know, I, I credit a lot of that to, to kind of, um, the, the space that she set up and, and, you know, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know the definition of chemistry really. I mean, and I think other than just like vibing and, and kind of <laughs> yeah. just ma- making, yes. making each other like almost finish each other's thoughts in a weird way without interruption. So I don't know. I, I thought it was just really beautiful. What, 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 um, what we did, uh, in that chemistry read. It's it's like a a weird bizarro version of the Bachelorette, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's like the weirdest version of speed dating ever. And the other thing that's really tricky is sometimes there's like a kiss in the scene, and it's not mm. like you get to have a converse. I mean, sometimes people have conversations, and they're like, "Is it cool? Are we doing this?" But sometimes you don't, and you 
just have to make a decision in that moment and hope that your breath doesn't stink. And, and that, like, it's, it's not weird, but it, it is a very strange thing. But I think that like, I was, I was in a very lucky position during these ones because I knew I had the role. And so I knew my mm-hmm. only job was to just be an incredibly supportive scene partner, but props also to Harry, um, back at him because it's such an intimidating, daunting thing to walk into a room with a bunch of people who are already attached to a project and really throw yourself out there and commit and be incredibly vulnerable. And Harry just shown that day. And, and I think that he was the person that we felt could not only capture kind of Saul's charisma and charm and the twinkle in his eye, but also the incredible emotional depth and vulnerability and pain that someone who is going through this experience kind of needs to have in order to portray it accurately. And um, I, I just feel so lucky that we all ended up in the right place at the right time. Oh, you guys are so sweet and supportive of each other, too. And it's like <laughs> genuine. It doesn't seem like a bunch of BS. Like you guys truly respect each other. And I think that obviously reads when you guys work with each other. Um, going back to the beginning, I'm curious how both of you ended up in the entertainment industry. How did this happen for you guys? Because I mean, it's everyone has a completely different wild ride. And so I'm curious how you guys ended up here. Um, Anyone can go first. Yeah, (laughs) I I think for so I always knew that I loved performing and acting. But for me, I grew up in Colorado and no one I knew was in the business at all. Colorado's Um, not the epicenter of Hollywood entertainment. I know, weird, right? (laughs) Like my mom keeps on being like, maybe I'll build a studio out here and you could live here. And I'm like, you do not want the studio there. You do not. Maybe they'll come here. (laughs) Yes. And I I would love to be, I love Colorado so much, but I'm like, it will ruin everything. Do not let Hollywood come to Colorado. Keep it Um, pure. Yeah, keep it pure and nice. But so I was just really lucky that my parents have always been incredibly supportive, even though a life in the arts is a very terrifying thing to have your child go into. Um, Mm -hmm. But I grew up doing like after school plays and choir, but thinking that like Julia Roberts is a movie star, not me. (laughs) I I do these things if I get good grades. And (laughs) um, this is my reward for a good report card. (laughs) Exactly. It's like the fun thing I do. Um, But I was really lucky that I had an incredible drama teacher in high school who sat Mm. me down one day and was like, I think you could really do this Mm. if you wanted to. And she helped me apply for schools. And I ended up going to BU's conservatory program and then moving to New York. And so the whole process for me has been kind of like tiny little bite-sized chunks one after the other, which is probably good because I'm an incredibly like sticky, very sensitive person. (laughs) And if I had been thrown into the lion's set of LA when I was like an eight-year-old child, I probably would have exploded. So it's good. (laughs) It's good that my trajectory has been a little more kind of like choose your own adventure. I think. Yeah. That's good. It makes it gives you a more sense of control and groundedness, I imagine. Yeah. Uh and Harry, what was your how how did you end up here? <laughs> um it's just a series of uh fortunate and unfortunate events, I guess. I don't like it's <laughs> I, I I I you know, I I I when I moved here, uh, to, to the States, I just, I was, um, I was born in Costa Rica and then I, I moved to San Francisco and it was, it was just a bizarre place because everything was so foreign to me. Everything was mm. just so new to me. So, um, but the idea of being in like in, in the industry or whatever, Hollywood was, completely out of reach it felt like you know you if i went to i would have a better chance of going to mars or something you know to, <laughs> yeah. to, and and so i just but i i started gravitating towards um these the arts and weird ways i did this thing called odyssey of the mind when i was in junior high that it's, i did it's odyssey where, of the mind what is odyssey of the mind it's the best. it's called destination imagination now for, for the <gasps> no. youngins out there i did not it's, know it's that. like a school program that's you have teams and they give uh, you a pro- a prompt and a problem and you have to like make a skit, but also build like a machine and have creative yes. like solutions wow. to things. I can't believe you did OM. Oh my God. Yeah. I <laughs> did <laughs> OM. That's, that's why that, see, see, this we is the along. thing that okay. we didn't know about, but we, we had, 
No, and, I, th- and I, this is chemistry. I see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, like, no, I did. I did like Odyssey the Mind, which we got to talk about more. Uh, um, that sounds incredible. I, I wish that that existed for adults. I mean, it sounds so fun. I, think I guess it's called improv. Because, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you, you. What was nice is, uh, you know, we we kept advancing, and and, and it, we it was like more team building, teamwork, and like you know, you write the scripts together, and you uh, you problem solve that's all you're really doing mm. and through art through through telling a story cool. and then that was just a really big big uh, uh eye opener for me because um then i started getting into theater and then um i i would start dancing and 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 performing in, in different ways and like draw comic books and then just all that started to come together of like storytelling and and performing and um i you know i i just I was very lucky to have people over the years just kind of believe in me and, and, and little strides and, and, you know, and, and now we're here. So. And now you're here. Well, is it true that you were, uh, dared to audition for a dance team when you were younger? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was in, I was in high school, I was there to audition the dance team because there was one guy and a whole bunch of, and just all girls in this, <laughs> in our dance school dance team. And it's just like, what, why, why aren't more guys doing this? And I was like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be that other guy that does it. And then we just, it was just like such a bro thing and it was so, so dumb, but, but, and then all of a sudden it was equal amounts of girls and guys. And it just became mm. this thing that was cool to do. Uh, and, um, and yeah, so like, I, I, I guess I won that there. Uh, cause now <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I, I'm still doing it, I guess. <laughs> uh, now, Jessica, do you have a history in dance? And was it intimidating to work so closely with someone with such a uh, impressive dance she background? She was in La La Land. She was in La La Land. <laughs> I was, but that was a fluke. Um, I like, I cannot hold a candle to Mr. Harry Shum Jr. It it is intimidating, but it's also so exciting and cool. Like that was the amazing thing about this film is we had so many incredible multi-hyphenates um, mm-hmm. in our cast. Like we had Kiala who is, has the voice of an angel and Kyle Allen, who's going to be in the new West side story and amazing. Jay and John who are both stand up comedians. And like, we went to go see them do stand up in new Orleans while we were there. Incredible. And I think that like any form of art and expression kind of like Carrie was saying that you can bring into your life helps makes you a more well-rounded artist. And I, I love dancing and I love moving. I am not a professional. <laughs> I, I need lots of practice, but, um, so in that way for me, maybe even more than intimidating, it was just fun. And I just got to yeah. be kind of in awe of watching Harry, not only in the moments we had to dance, but also his physicality of, um, liver cancer and how he tracked that in a physical way mm. was really beautiful to watch and inspiring. And so I, I love working with people who have different tools that they bring. Oh, it sounds like you guys created like this beautiful creative troupe that just like workshopped every part of art together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, okay. Question of scenes in water, dancing in rain. What I am not a dancer by any means whatsoever. What are the real struggles there? Cause it seems to me, it looks beautiful. It looks, you know, very romantic, but, uh, and very sexy, but it, <laughs> the practical side of it. <laughs> What's that like? Um, so that wedding dress took on about 40 pounds of water. Yeah, Wait, yeah. um, which I, I was not expecting. And I should have like, that's one of those things that thinking back on it, I'm like, of course that was going to happen. What did you think you were going to float in the air like a cloud? Um, but so I had, I actually had all of these plans about like these crazy spins and jumps I was going to do in the fountain and how wild I was going to be. But the amazing thing was like, I really love scenes that kind of um, reveal themselves to you as you're in the middle of it. And Mm. a lot of times physical limitation is one of those things because you can't physically (laughs) do something. There's nothing you can do about it. And you just have to deal with the real life, like limitations that you have. And I think that that scene ended up being so much more grounded and real and intimate like definitely and grounded really grounded, <laughs> yes, very, <laughs> really grounded. <laughs> literally could not get off the ground <laughs> yeah but but i think that in some ways the scene was even better than the version in my mind because mm. we had those limitations and because even when harry tried to pick me up and harry oh, is man. very strong <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I was like, I can't. It, it was like, what is wrong with me? I can, I can, I lift weights, and, and it was just like this extra. It was really like an extra sixty pounds of water because and, it was a and lot. I, you know, and and the and it was fun because it was like the temperature was really. It was at one o'clock in the morning, so it was cold. Okay. But you know, we quickly got over that. But, um, you know, you can't, you kind of can't see where you're going and you're trying to act like, 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 oh, the camera's on us. So we can't look right. like, you know, <laughs> so, um, it was, it was so much fun though. It was so much fun. Like I would, I would yeah. do it again in a heartbeat. Oh, 100%. Good. 100%. Good, good. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, I have, uh, many more questions. Um, someone, I, I won't spoil it, got married recently <gasps> And I have many questions about it. So we'll be right back. More Not Too Deep. Hi, friends. Grace Helbig here from the podcast Not Too Deep, which you are currently listening to, hosted by me, Grace Helbig. Just wanted to say a couple of things. One, thank you so much for listening. And two, if you are enjoying yourself to such a degree that you'd love to live us a um, review on the Apple Store, that would be so appreciated because, again, you are very appreciated for giving us your time, your ears, your attention, whatever it may be. Uh, and that was my couple of things. Now back to me, me. Both of you, uh, you uh, this is just me gleaning from social media, seem like you have incredibly supportive partners in your world, um, uh, which is just really fun to see. I must have helped you guys in creating more of the chemistry between each other. I mean, having people like behind the scenes that like are your plus one must help you understand the intricacies of a relationship on camera. Um, Jessica, you got married last year yes uh, i did i keep on forgetting it's the new year now so i was like no this year but yes last last september wow okay so what was that experience like it was wild um i was actually engaged in planning my wedding while we shot this movie which was a totally surreal Weird. like life imitating art meta thing um but i was planning a giant 180 person <gasps> shindig. It was supposed to be in July. Um, and we had actually toyed around with the thought of having a smaller wedding, but we decided we wanted all of our people to be there and we wanted to kind of celebrate them and celebrate mm -hmm. the fact that we honestly wouldn't be together if it wasn't for the support and love from the community of our friends and our family. Um, but then COVID happened and yes. I knew pretty early it wasn't going to work out anymore. And so we kind of regrouped and we thought, okay, so is it more important to us to wait and, and kind of hold out and have everybody there? Or do we want to just get married and figure out an alternate way? And we decided that we just really, really wanted to get married. And so we... I mean, we, this movie has had profound effects on your real world experiences. It yeah, it's like... 100, 100%. Because I mean, it is that thing that you never know what's going to happen. And you have to take every day as if it's your last and really celebrate and live life to its fullest. I know that sounds so cheesy, but it's so, so incredibly true, true especially mm -hmm. after making this film and living through the last year. Um, so we had a tiny little micro wedding in my parents' Aww. backyard in Colorado. Um, and it, it was truly, I wouldn't change a single thing besides the fact that Aww. there were a lot of people there. We would have, a lot of people couldn't come who we would have loved to be there, but we were able to zoom and, mm. and everybody had to wear masks and we had to be outside. And because it's Colorado at some points, it got real chilly, but people <laughs> like bundled up and we made the, we made the best of it, but it was, we, we had already paid the deposit to our floor. So there were so many flowers. Like it was like <laughs> flowers exploded everywhere, but it it was the thing that's amazing is I got to talk to every single person who was there. Oh, that's because great. there were like five people there. Yeah. And I got to eat the food uh. and I got to spend the whole day with my husband, Eric, and really take it in because I wasn't worrying about all of the other things. And, and for people who are having big weddings, that's so exciting. I'm jealous of you in some other ways, but for us, it ended up just being the perfect, the, the perfect way to celebrate our decision to 
kind of um, embark on this new chapter of our lives together and to be a unit and a partnership. And our Aww. dog was there. And that was uh, honestly the most important yes. part. He was the ring bearer. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so sweet. And congratulations. Because yeah. that is, Thank you. I'm sure, um, a big brain buster to, to figure out through the course of the year. Um, Harry, what have you been up to in quarantine? What have been your uh, major things going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have this little being that's, uh, almost two years old right. now that's running around. And, uh, so that, that, that is a hand, she's a handful, but in the best possible way, because, you know, usually I'd be, we'd be off with our busy lives, just, right. you know, going through the motions, I guess. And, and this whole year or last year or whatever has, has allowed me to just focus on those, those things that, that kind of matter and, and, and kind mm. of really being able to set aside like work and, and, and private life and, and family life. And that has been really neat to, to readjust my brain on, on how to tackle these things, but to also incorporate like, um, playing time with trying to, you know, also introducing her to stuff like that I'm doing. And mm. it was, and that's been really, really cool. Instead of separating, be like, no, 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 I'm working. So don't come near me. Right. And and it's been really neat to, to, to have that. Cause you know, your, your house is your house and you kind of have to incorporate it in, in, in ways, but we, I got, I was really fortunate to be able, I was able to shoot a movie over in Vancouver. And, um, you know, usually I, one, one thing is when, my we had our fifth year anniversary with my wife Shelby and and we were in Vancouver and you know obviously Shelby's restaurants the best, are closed. <laughs> I oh, I've, I've scoped the Instagram. She seems like a blast. <laughs> she's she's, she's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. And and in this story, like on our fifth year anniversary, we're like we have the baby. We don't have like anyone to 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 help us. But so we went and ventured out into downtown and drove around, just kind of walked around outside in order to go. And we're like, where do we eat this? So we, it was cold. So we ate it inside the car. She was breastfeeding. We had this like gourmet <laughs> meal. I was sitting in the front. The windows were fogging up and we're like just enjoying this meal. We're like, oh my God, this is so good. And like, she's breastfeeding in the back and the baby's like running around and we're like, but, the, but it was just like, I appreciated that. It wasn't like a typical like lobster steak dinner yeah. at, at a, at a restaurant in uh, four seasons or whatever. And, and that alone was, was just we're just laughing at ourselves and how ridiculous that it was. And, and also, um, just that's a memory that I, I'll always have, uh, that it, it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't during this, this time, but it's, it's appreciating those small things. Uh, yeah, it's a very really real, beautiful. a very real moment. Yeah. yeah. You, can't very script, real, yeah. you can't script something <laughs> like that. Like that sounds pretty beautiful in its own like messiness. Yes, exactly. Now, has your daughter shown signs of being interested in the entertainment industry, in the arts, in any way? A little too much. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's singing, dancing, and she takes like my my daughter's been. I mean, my my wife has been teaching her like these couple of steps, and I'm just blown away that she's able to follow them. And I'm like, oh man, like this. It's 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 really cool to see how the beginnings of the things that you have to teach a human being that have to be taught, like those mm. simple little things, like even just left foot in front of right. But to have that in like, to go with a beat and then to, to, to have like a facial expression while doing it, it's just, this is, it's this weird thing that you're kind of seeing someone assemble ideas and, and, and their creativity kind of come and doing things. I'm like, where did you learn this? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not through Sesame street. I don't know. I don't know where you're learning this, but um, yeah. Incredible. So, you know, whatever she wants to do, whatever she wants to do, but it, it she it's has see that crazy unfold. rhythm though. Like even yeah. when we were in new Orleans, which uh, was a year ago. So she was a year younger. Sometimes Harry would bring her out and the baby Bjorn and we would go get smoothies or like breakfast things. And Zia would just be kind of like, uh, into the music like she completely she she has more rhythm than i do oh i'm very um, jealous which very is jealous. impressive and amazing so she's she's yeah. gonna take the world by storm i think oh that's exciting and dangerous 
much fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, the you guys said that you shot this in 2019 and ended at the beginning of 2020. So mm-hmm. then you you guys don't see each other. Pandemic happens. What's it like coming back together to finally then release this film to the world and like rekindle all the memories and like all of like the beauty in making it? I it's weird. Uh, I'm sure. Like, you know, (laughs) you usually, usually you have a traditional, you know, the traditional way of celebrating is you have Mm -hmm. a premiere, you do press together, and then you do like fun, you know, fun things to, to kind of pump up and promote the movie. Um, but we had like an instance where like, we, we, we said like, you know, let's, we, we tried to make it as exciting as possible with like talking to the cast through zoom and, 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 um, and we have this really fun group thread uh with the whole cast and mm. that's been really really nice because usually when you do a movie you kind of don't talk to each other much after you're done you, even though you say hey yeah let's let's sure. keep in touch but it's yeah. been really nice to see that connection still happen and 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 one thing that was i think was the most special part for me about the um the movie um is that everyone just cared uh, mm-hmm. equally. They, they all cared and contributed in whatever fashion that was needed, whatever way it was needed, because they just cared. And mm-hmm. it wasn't about like, how big is my part? How many lines do I get? And any of that, it was just like, how can I contribute to make this uh, movie and, and pay homage to, uh, uh and honor, you know, the real Saul and Jen. And that was really important for everyone. So, you know, when the movie kind of came out and everyone got to, uh, finally see it, um, it was just such a, a swell of support and, and, and that alone within our core group was really nice. So I'm just, yeah. I'm glad that the world can see it and finally, you know, uh, have some ownership themselves with, uh, uh, to the movie. Yeah, that's beautiful. Cause like you guys said earlier, it feels like almost by accident, all the themes of this movie have mapped over a lot of different things people have experienced this year that maybe obviously weren't planning on experiencing mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. So a true like testament in like adaptation, I feel like being able to really kind of pivot and figure out, get to the core of what you really want from your life. Yeah. And Harry... Uh- we've also had a really fun time as Harry was saying, like being creative and finding other ways. And Harry called me the, like the day before, or maybe two days before the movie was going to premiere online. And he was like, I just feel like we should do something (laughs) in the same, like, 20 foot radius because we haven't done anything (laughs) together. And so we, we threw ourselves like a distance, a premiere party and like shot champagne at each other. And, and it was very, very silly, but it was totally, um, totally in the heart and in the message of the film in that way, I think. Very sweet. Um, now I'm curious because we're all, you know, stuck at home, left to our own devices. What have you guys been watching? What have you been obsessed Ooh. with? What's been on your TVs or any screens that you have going on? I have to admit, I am a guilty member of Bachelor it. Nation. Oh. Um, yeah, it's it's been deep. And the... Um, the newest season of The Bachelor just started. Um, we also got hooked on one of the old seasons of Bachelor in Paradise that we've been watching recently, which is so trashy, but I just don't care. I love it. And I love it. I love, I love it. it so much. Um, more highbrow. <laughs> watching more highbrow. <laughs> well, it could be highbrow. It could be yeah, highbrow. It's depending, totally, high, it's depending I, how you talk to that study, TV, right? It's the study right. of human interaction and human like <laughs> animal human instincts. behavior. It's a crazy um, social experiment. I'm obsessed with reality TV, so there's no shame. I've really learned to drop the guilt of the guilty pleasure phrase and just call yeah. it a pleasurable pleasure. entertainment pleasure, experience. Uh, um, yeah, so you're in a safe space to discuss any of it here. Thank you. <laughs> But the other fun thing we've been doing is my husband's actually much more of a cinephile than me. And he's watched Mm -hmm. so many more of kind of the classic movies than I have. So we've been working our way through the Alien franchise as well as um, Bong Joon-ho's films because I had only ever seen Parasite. So Mm. we watched, um, I think Mother is the next one that we're going to watch. But like we watched Snowpiercer and we like it's it's been fun that any night we don't know what we want to watch that we have kind of two separate canons that we can go to that are totally different. Um, (laughs) But I, I like it. So 
It's a good balance. And it's hard to know which one is more horrifying than the other. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is funny. I, well, I feel like you, you need to get that good balance of, of mm-hmm. whatever, whether it be reality TV, because I think that's all rooted in like kind of how you're right. It's like a social experiment, but it's also you're like, these are behaviors that are that are really actually happening and not, yeah. you know, whether you want to call it scripted or not. But, um, I, I haven't gone into a bachelor, but, uh, the bachelor nation, bachelor, just give it bachelor time. Nation. Bachelor nation, Harry. Yeah. Give oh, it bachelor time. nation. I can't tell. It's like, there's a bachelorette, bachelor, bachelor paradise. Is that, am I, am I right? Yeah. It's all of them. I mean, we live in a patriarchal it's in the society. So cinematic it's called universe, bachelor right? nation, the reality but... universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, I, you know, Queen's Gambit, I, I gobbled mm. that pretty quickly. And I just, I, I was blown away that they could make chess sexy. I had uh, no like idea. So, like there was one scene where I'm like, oh my God, I want to make out with that <laughs> rook. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I same. What, I had the what? same feelings that like, I know nothing about chess really, but I kept imagining through the lens of someone that loved mm. chess or even just liked chess how horny they must have been for this entire series. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And, 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 you know, I watched this really beautiful film um, that was on Netflix and I've, I've been trying to go in deep into the cut of like these films that don't really get any shine. I watched this mm. movie called a, a son, uh, mm. S U N. And um, it's this crime family drama that just makes you think for like the next couple of days about your own life oh, uh, it's definitely a worth worth a watch because it's just masterful like Writing masterful filmmaking a son um but definitely clock out two and a half hours because it's uh two and a half hours of of of, of, of just uh, a very entertaining movie um mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of sesame street uh that's nice. been happening a lot uh, so <laughs> I, I know every song. The best. It really yeah, is to the point where we do karaoke Sesame Street because she's like, she wants us to sing, and I'm like, is it not good enough that Elmo sings it? But, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so, yeah. very sweet. You must be very on top of your alphabet currently. Oh, very, very much. Yeah, nice. Memorize them all. Um, okay, we're gonna take one last break. When we get back, I have a bunch of uh, Instagram questions for you guys. So we'll be right back. Right. We're not too deep. Okay, you guys, before we get into these Instagram questions, I'm going to ask you both the two questions I ask every single guest that is on the podcast. And the first is, who, alive or dead, would you most like to throw cold spaghetti at? (laughs) Very, very hard-hitting question. Uh, Throw spaghetti at? Cold spaghetti. What what is that? Is that... And it's entirely up to you. And see, this is something that in my mind is an answer that can change on a daily basis, just depending on what mood you're in. So it can be. Yeah, I know who I want to throw it at. Okay. Because I want to I want to see what they say. I'm a big fan of Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> so I would love to throw cold spaghetti at Gordon Ramsay that I cooked. Yeah. And then it, it, it got cold. And but I want it directly in his mouth so he can Perfect. kind of just like savagely take me down on <laughs> on my on my cooking and and also just to see his reaction. So yeah, that's fantastic, fantastic. That's a really good answer. Um, the first one that came into my head is political, so I don't know if that's you are welcome. <laughs> uh, it's been I kind a... of want to throw cold spaghetti at Mitch McConnell. I just want to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Both because it, I feel like his expression would be funny, but it's also it's like a good way to to show my distance. Be like, "Good day, sir." <laughs> cold spaghetti. Um, yeah, it'd be a very but... embarrassing uh, situation. Very. You'll definitely situation. block it. He'll definitely block yeah. it in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Like Jedi style. Ugh. Block ugh. It. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, the other question I ask every single guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or like a bathroom close call moment, but you can only no. tell us in three words or three small phrases. So for, for example, mine is college jogging front lawn. So if you have, okay, I, situation- I have mine. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, three words: hot air balloon. 
Oh no. Additional word Egypt. Wow. Whoa. So that's wow. gonna paint a picture for you. You made, you made it you, you truly made it rain. Um, <laughs> Uh, mine mine is uh first day as four words first day of first grade oh yeah yeah, it's yeah yeah, i I think yeah you're not alone though it's okay (laughs) (laughs) um okay let's get into these instagram questions for you guys someone wants to know what's the coolest thing about your significant other that's such a lovely question. Oh my God, um, uh, yeah, I know that's. It feels very hard to pick one thing. Oh, that's sweet. Um, the coolest thing. I mean, I mean, I think outside of the romantic stuff, I'm like the the coolest thing is that she has the best voice. Like uh, my my wife, she's a voiceover actress, but she voices this character on Steven Universe and uh, this character called Peridot. And I just like, I just, cra- she just cracks my shit up. Like oh. when every time like I hear it and watch it and, um, and I just think it's, it's just so cool that like she, cause she has a unique voice and she just embraces it. And, and, and it's, it's kind of part of who, obviously it is who she is, but like, it's just so neat to to see her do it with such confidence and use it for, uh, uh like make it a, a huge like asset, you know. Because I feel like a lot embrace of people are, 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 yeah, embrace it. A lot of people are are so self conscious about certain things, and I just, uh, I, I think it's it's just so neat, and I'm just so uh, uh every time I, I hear it, I just think it's always when you're saying the coolest thing. I think that's just the coolest thing. Oh, um, very uh, sweet. She's also like such a badass. She doesn't take <laughs> shit from too. anybody. And it's very yeah. cool. Not that for me. Awesome. And I'm not one upping you at all. I'm just saying <laughs> what I think the coolest thing about Harry is. Um, I think for me, it would be that he's just an incredibly like curious and like kind of jack of all trades person. He he just started a woodworking company right before quarantine started. Yeah, I he heard that is, he makes bows and arrows. He does. He's and he's totally self-taught. <laughs> How he like cool. read a book about it. And then because he's really into archery, he was part of an underground archery like club in New York. Well um, cool. before he moved here. And the rule of the club was that you either had to use one of their bows and their bows were shitty or you had to use one that you made. So he was like, then I'll just make one. And he went home and just on his like balcony in Brooklyn made a bow. Um, And I am just constantly amazed by his ability to kind of take in and digest information and, and put it to use in the world. Um, But yeah, he, he builds things out of wood. It's very cool. That's also a cool thing about him. But I, I think the thing that constantly amazes me is his, kind of hunger for knowledge and his ability to then put it into action. That's cool. Also, just very comforting knowing that your husband can whip out a bow and arrow every now and then. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, if, if in, the these, in these comes, times, yeah. I'm like, uh, can you teach my boyfriend how to do that? <laughs> totally. Like, we pretty much live... If shit goes down, we're going to be fine. That's all I'm going to say. Is we're going to be fine. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, someone wants to know, and you kind of touched on this. Do you miss the normal movie premiere part of your job, like junkets, red carpets, interviews, et cetera? Yeah, I do. You know, I, I, yeah, I, do I, I mean, I think that there's stuff about it that's exhausting and slightly annoying is a strong word, but like kind of intense. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's also just a chance to celebrate the hard work that you and your cast and crew and director did with all of those people. And so it's it's kind of, heartbreaking and bittersweet that we don't get to experience that but we have found other ways yeah it's uh i i don't don't know i think there's like this whole if you're like doing a movie or doing a tv show it's like you should do it because you care right i for for me it's like it's not it's not i I know sometimes people have different reasons of why they do something but for me it's like i'm in it i care and then so i have to see it throughout the whole process and that's part of it it's like getting into people's, uh, um, homes or getting eyes on it and just sharing this thing that you thought was cool. 
mm-hmm. um, that you enjoy doing. And, and that's, I think that's a big part of the work uh, of, of being a performer in a lot of ways that I, I, I don't think um, sometimes people don't gloss over. Um, and, and, you know, and some people don't like do it because, uh, you know, for a lot of times I'm, I'm still not even good at it. <laughs> like promoting stuff. I, it's just, to me, it's just hope, you know, talking about your experience, but I, I always feel like it's fun because, you know, it's like the shared moment, especially the thing I do miss is like being able to do it with like Jessica or like, you know, your co-stars mm-hmm. and, and, and having a laugh about it in person and, and, yeah. and seeing their reactions and, and, you know, and that's, that's been the harder part about doing it on, on, on like zoom or virtually or whatever. Yeah, totally. I mean, it will give you a deeper appreciation for it when you get back to doing it in the future, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Someone wants to know if you were in a time loop, what's the most ridiculous thing you would do? Um, I mean, hmm. I was lucky that I kind of got to do this mm-hmm. in the happy death day movies. I mean, not really uh, and oh, still yeah. with consequence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I got to do everything from like, there's a scene that ended up not being in the film where I bill Murray style, like house just a whole table of like French fries and burgers <laughs> and bread pudding. I felt so sick at the end of the day. There were real life consequences. Um, I got to jump out of an airplane Hell which yeah. was pretty. I think. I think if if I was, I would do that in real life because the taste I got of it with a giant fan and like safety pads was pretty cool. So if <laughs> if I could do it in real life, that would be amazing. Though I've never even been skydiving, so maybe that's insane. Unclear. Wait, were you were you on a wire? How did that? Or you just... I was just on a like platform, and it was like maybe a between a six and nine foot drop, and I Ooh. just like jumped on the pad oh. Badass. oh and then except what you know what it is there's a shot where i like go down through frame in slow motion and i'm laying kind of like man yeah, no, I, yeah. I did that you're laying then on I something out. no they built like a they built a dunk tank pretty much that i had to lay on top of and then they oh, would then count out from up. three and just drop me <gasps> yeah. no there was nothing under me they just straight up dropped she me. does her own stunts ladies and gentlemen wow, she, does do. wow. she does her own stunts you get the yeah the real reaction to the yeah. the actual physical terror and delight at yeah. the same time uh harry what would you do if you were in a time loop uh you know i think it would require um a lot of just eating the the different ways of eating uh the same dish i don't know (laughs) if that's like a torture or anything maybe you know what maybe if the time loop is cooking to eat okay because the, the idea of cooking you can cook it in different ways you can cook something in different ways and, and, and there, that would allow, that would keep your creativity up in that yeah. time loop. Um, and it won't go gross stale. Um, so I don't know if I'm overthinking this, but, uh, yeah, you're taking it very seriously. I appreciate it. You're putting yourself in the actual <laughs> time loop and thinking for your own sanity, how could this best work out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause there, there'll be sad, there'll be sad meals. Yeah. There'll be happy <laughs> meals, you know, it's all that. Okay. Um, last question for you guys before we wrap up. Someone wants to know if you could be part of any other previous movie or series, what would you want to be part of? Mm. Oh, well, I'll expand this to dream role scenario. Something may, I, and this can be something that's existed or something that, you know, uh, a mm. character type you haven't played yet, something you would love to explore. I would love to live in the favorite. Like that movie just blew me away. The problem is I think all of the women in that are impeccable and I would (laughs) never want to replace any of them, but I'm like, do a sequel and I will be in the favorite sequel. Um, I also definitely want to be in Indiana Jones, but with Mm. Harrison Ford, like I want to both be Indiana Jones, but also have (laughs) Indiana Jones there. Uh, yeah, I can see uh, Indy having a daughter if he doesn't yeah. already, teaching her the ropes, literally, metaphorically. Yeah, I, it's funny because I, I would want to. It's the same with Indiana Jones. I want to be in the Indiana Jones kind of like. I remember watching it as a kid and growing up, and and that's one of one of the few movies that my whole family just sat down and and, and just completely were was engrossed in in the whole film and and one of the 
I remember just the uh, last crusade, um, being able to go on an adventure like that and mm-hmm. visiting all those different countries and, and always playing this kind of like adventure. I don't know. I think there's just something so cool about that. So, you know, whether it be a dream or, or going back in, in time and, 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 and somewhat fitting in into any of those uh, in, in that trilogy would be so neat. That's very cool. Okay. Uh, on that note, I lied. I have one more question for you guys. If you were in a horror film together, which of you would die first and why? Ah, uh, wow. Well, she, you've kind of lived in a horror film. <laughs> yeah. like somewhat I, of a horror I, film. The and you survived. I kind of want to say that I would survive, but that sounds like a really asshole thing to say. No, it's um, not. And Harry is very capable. <laughs> I just think that like, I've, I've done the ropes. <laughs> I would sacrifice myself for you. He would. Oh, he would. It's there true. There you go. There you go. Love it. How sweet. The sweetness never ends between you two. Um, okay. Before we wrap up completely, thank you guys for making time and chatting with us today. Uh, we love you. to give our guests a little token of our appreciation. We have a personalized fortune cookie that I believe has been mailed to you. You both got the same one. So Ooh. if one of you has it and would love to read it Ooh. out loud to the class, that would be lovely. Okay, we join you both in saying a big ass fuck you to cancer and encouraging those who can to donate to the American Cancer Society. Thank you for helping share Jennifer and Solomon's story. Yay! So sweet. Thank you guys so much. This chat. Thank you so much. So lovely. For people that don't know, where can they watch the film? Where can they find and follow you guys online and see what you're up to? So you can watch All My Life on any of your favorite streamers, whether that be renting it from Amazon or Apple TV or Google or Vudu. Is that one? And yeah, like, Vudu, Fandango, yeah. Direct Fandango. TV, all those things. Yeah, All of those Drum. ones, you can rent the film and we hope that you watch it and that you enjoy it. Um, yes. I am on Instagram at Jessica underscore Roth. Um, I am also on Twitter at the same name, I think, but just like I, I do Instagram more than the Twitter, but Got sometimes it. Twitter parties, sometimes Twitter parties. So there you go. So follow all of the above. Yeah. Twitter parties. You can follow me uh, at Harry Shum, Jr. Harry Shum Jr. on Instagram, Twitter, and um, I think I'm on Facebook. Uh, and um, I have, I have one, I, I did sign up for TikTok, but nice. uh, it's only, there's only one video on there. So I'm pretty bad on it. So I got to, I got to um, step up on that. Well, now that you have a daughter that can dance, TikTok seems oh like the obvious oh uh, yes. outlet yeah. for that. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. This has been so fun. Please go rent the movie. You will not regret it. Um, and make sure you follow everything that they're up to, because I suspect this year big things are happening for you guys. I just feel it in the air. Um, uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep with Grace Helbig. Not too deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Mont, edited by Shireen Lani Yunus. Post production sound by Chris Henry, and an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. <laughs> <laughs>